I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Let's have fun on on this free app. All right, here we are. It's Sauce and Goss time. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. I love having fun, so I'm glad that that's the tone you want to set for today. Yeah, let's have fun because today's just been a big old cow patty pie of shit. Um, so it's let's funny just you have say fun. that because I, I walked outside on my front porch today, and I, all I could smell was manure. I don't know where it was coming from, but I immediately I thought you were back inside. I thought you were going to say you stepped in a cow patty, like someone just no. left you a cow patty on your porch <laughs> for some reason in a beachside town. Like, that would be so aggressively rude. Um, I'm glad that that's not what happened, though. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would have really, really sucked. Um, here we are, back for another epi. The world's still all fucked. People are angry down south for good reason, obviously. It's just crazy down there. I mean, there, there's, there's the start to fun number one right there. We, we don't live in the United States, <laughs> and um, I'm fired up about that. I mean, I love the United States. I, I really do. Um, I have fun when I go there, and I got friends down there that that rip. I have relatives down there working, obviously. Um, yeah. I just appeared on my buddy's podcast down there, the the official Washington Capitals fan cast, uh, to talk about that. Like, love love chatting with my friends from the capital of America. Um, but it's all fucked down there, and we don't live there. And so we just continue our bland, plain butter, small-town lives here in nowhere, Canada. I said I wanted to have fun, and I sound so bleak there. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't know what to say. Um, Turn us back around. How are you? I'm fine. Well, our first topic is a sad topic. Should we <laughs> just get right into it? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I guess. You know, I'm really sorry that your town smells like cow shit. It's all downhill. It's all downhill. <laughs> it's all downhill. Ah. Uh, yeah. No, let's be serious for a second, though. This is actually really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just wanted to take a moment to um, recognize um, the death of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, he was a, a great I guy. Believe it was, I believe it was Boseman. Boseman? But I'm not, I'm not yeah. a thousand percent confident. Yeah, it's everyone knows who I'm talking about. The Black yes. Panther. Amazing actor who um, has been uh, secretly battling cancer since 2016. Um, yeah, no one knew about it. He was whipping out like hit film after hit film all these, all these years. So it's, it's a great loss for so many reasons. It really is. And, and I mean, you know, I like, I, I, you know, try not to get emotional here, man. Like the, you know, it, it, it's, it's just more horseshit on an already horse shitty the horse shittiest year uh, at, like of our lifetime uh, it's you know 
it, like it this is this whole year can just fuck itself from the inside out it's so bizarre like i i didn't ever think something like this year would ever happen or maybe i just intensely hoped nothing like this would ever happen it's been just so unreal and i mean again luckily here in canada and i mean luckily is the wrong word almost 10,000 people have died here but i guess semi fortunately is i guess the best way i can put it we have not been utterly hammered by covid-19 the way an italy has an india is right now china the united states um but then you know you, you have you have this all happening in the midst of an extremely contentious election campaign and just all this horseshit and then something like this happens and it just like adds to the ugh of everything and what a tremendous talent this guy was man and and you know let's not downplay how you know significant black panther was you know, a, a massive hit for the Marvel franchise um, and, and really a, a massive hit for African-American people and, and people of color. Like, you know, one of the first main character, extremely visible front and center superheroes of color that was, you know, really like aggressively pushed to the forefront of modern cinema uh, to amazing effect. Um, you know, I think, I think some of the, you know, some of the saddest videos, you know, that, that we've all seen over the last week or so, um, not even a week, like five days since it's happened, we're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, he, he had, a, an appearance just a little bit after black Panther came out on, on Jimmy Fallon, where people were talking to like the movie poster people of color about like how much his uh his role as Black Panther impacted them as a person of color and then he would come out and surprise them from behind the curtain and everything and it was really cool like that's super sad to you know to look back on there was another one where he was talking about um the whole like the the cast was doing a panel interview about it and he was talking about two little kids who were really excited to see the movie and they unfortunately passed away from cancer two little black boys and like like he was really emotional about it and obviously it's super sad to look back on that now because he at the time had cancer and it's absolutely mind-numbing to me that he was able to put these films out not only black panther and and the secondary part but then you know to tie it all in with the avengers movies like you know playing a superhero like that's an extremely physical ask um you know filming any movie i'm sure is but when you gotta be like fucking sweet kicking people and punching guys in the face all day like that's extremely taxing and this guy had fucking colon cancer and was doing it it's amazing and um yeah, it's just so sad. Um, I mean, out, of course, outside of Black Panther, he's been in a, a ton of incredible films. Uh, and here, here was the craziest thing about it all. 
um, confirmed that he passed away uh, last Friday, which, uh, excuse me while I remind myself of, of the date here, um, Friday, August 28th, which is, um, of course, Jackie Robinson Day, which Major League Baseball celebrates every year. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with who Jackie Robinson is, he was the first black player to ever play professional baseball in Major League Baseball. Uh, there was obviously a professional Negro League back in the day, and there's a, a museum for that at the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, but he was the first black player to ever play major league baseball and every year major league baseball celebrates him he wore number 42 and every year on that day everyone around major league baseball wears 42 it's really great um chadwick bozeman played jackie robinson in a biopic uh of his life called 42 and he died on jackie robinson day like it's just yeah, it's pretty eerie. <laughs> it, it, it's it, and it's inexplicable. Mm -hmm. And then I also learned um, that that particular day was the birthday of the original creator and writer of the Black Panther comic books. No way. It's just like it, how, like you know, there is some existential force. I whatever you believe in in the world. There is something out there. It's just like stuff like that can't be a coincidence. It's extremely sad. Um, he, he's been in just so many good movies. 21 Bridges, Marshall, uh, where he played Thurgood Marshall. I mean, so many of these movies, you know, during the time where, you know, it was now confirmed he had he had cancer. Message from the King, Gods of Egypt, like... This guy's been in so many. He was in Draft Day. Like he's in so many good movies, <laughs> like that I love, and it just sucks, man. Like, um, rest in peace. Um, it's yeah, it's just fucking terrible, man. Um, I don't know. And again, like I just want to say, like guys, like colon cancer is one of the number one killers of of men. Um, you got to get checked out, man. Um, seriously, like they reckon they used to recommend you getting checked out when you're around 50. Then they kind of bumped that back to 40. I mean, uh, I've been checked out just because I had a family member who had a scare. Luckily, it was uh, non-cancerous, but they found what could have developed into a cancerous polyp in his colon. He got it removed. Like, you know, who, who knows? And and my cousin who who that happened to had a, a dear friend of his and one of his mentors die of colon cancer uh, a number of years ago, famous hockey coach, Brian Murray. Um, you know, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like if you feel off, just go to the doctor. Don't, you know, try and tough guy it out, like get checked out because it's treatable. If they catch it early, if they don't like it, it it's almost a death sentence like it mm -hmm. colon cancer and it's yeah it's so hard to catch that early without routine checkups because it yeah. takes it like so long for you to like even feel anything and by the time you do notice it you're already like stage three advanced or stage four and yeah at that point it's only a matter of time yeah it's so. uh it, it fuck cancer obviously and just man get like get yourself checked out and and ladies i didn't forget about you like same deal if you feel a little off breast cancer is a huge one um cervical cancer cervical cancer is a massive one too like 
if you feel weird or off or just weirdly fatigued, I'm not a fucking doctor, but just like if you, you know yourself, if you feel fucking wonky, just go and get checked out. It, It will not take much of your time and you could end up having a ton more time, you know, here if if you catch something so yeah sorry to be a bummer at the start here but like had to address it. it's huge yeah. news and and, just- and something else that i think is worth addressing is i think there was like a while back in 2019 maybe um or 2018 where people were um commenting like on twitter and social media and stuff commenting on um uh chadwick bozeman's appearance and just saying that he looks tired and like he's looking bad these days like what's going on so i hope yeah. that those people um have taken this as a as a sign to not like cyber bully people like you don't know what's going on in their lives like he doesn't need to hear that he's not looking great because obviously there is a reason for that now so hopefully people stop doing that (laughs) just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean you can critique them like on a daily basis yeah you're absolutely right and i mean we can all be guilty of it i mean you know you you can be guilty like scrolling online and seeing stuff on social media and getting caught up in, you know, the whirlwind of news and, and whatever. And, you know, sometimes we detach ourselves from reality that celebrities are people, they're living, breathing human Mm -hmm. beings. And, and like, you know, I, I'm certainly guilty of it at times too, going, Hey, what's up with this person, you know? And Mm -hmm. yeah, you, you know, it, (laughs) it's not good. Like you should just never assume things about people. It's, you know, everybody goes through stuff and, you know, this is a stark reminder of that. And mm-hmm. um, but again, the- I mean, there is a, a bit of a difference between saying a celebrity looks bad these days, what's going on at home versus us critiquing Nickelback and his personality. I mean, that's a little different. Well, yeah. OK. <laughs> In that specific example. Yeah. Because um, I frankly don't care how Chad Kroger looks. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, just uh, again. Yeah, it I I don't know what else to say. It just sucks and it's it's a terrible loss for for the world obviously, especially during a time right now where there's a lot of, you know, social unrest and racial inequality being um, you know, pinpointed right now and and he was definitely a a, a really bright beacon for people of color and equality in film and 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 really pushing you know, the, uh, the standards of equality and, uh, obviously, you know, the world, the world will miss that. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll move on. We'll keep it in the realm of Hollywood news. Um, uh, Carol Baskin <laughs> yeah, uh, <let's>... is, is <laughs> rumored to, uh, be on dancing with the stars next. I guess she's now a star. <laughs> this is, this is a rumor that I was notified of by my girlfriend sifting through social media one night i was watching a baseball game and she was like now again we've talked before about how i have a you know a general disdain for talent shows um all all, all of it x factor america's got talent the singing ones all of it i've i've had enough um dancing with the stars is not something that i generally throw on the tube but like (laughs) you know Carol Bat, like really, you're out of stars. Like you're at, <laughs> are are you guys? Out, are you out of people? Like Tiger King is dead now. Like it, it, it. I, I'm I'm seriously convinced that the only reason the only reason I watched it 
is because we were locked in our houses. That was in like the worst time of the initial lockdown where it was just like, mm-hmm. hey, don't go anywhere. Maybe the grocery store if you desperately need soup or toilet paper back then. Like, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll watch this shitty program. And like it was, it was fascinating in a morbid way. And she was obviously a central character in it because like, you know, I don't want to be a husband. Well, yeah, I don't want to (laughs) be accusatory, but let's be honest here. She fed her ex-husband to tigers and that's and what now happened. she now she makes her money on cameo <laughs> yeah, dude yeah she's on cameo now yeah. <laughs> what's up you cool cats and kittens awful and that and like she's gonna be on dancing with the stars like you're like you're already out of people like what's gary Busey up to i'd rather that was a joke but like i'd rather watch gary Busey because he's fucking insane uh on dancing with the stars can you imagine how funny that that would get me to watch dancing with the stars (laughs) um or like charlie sheen that's that's what they gotta do dude here's what it is i'll watch carol baskin if they pair her now this would never happen because they pair a star with an actual pro dancer but like i just think it would be funny if charlie sheen who claimed he used to drink tiger blood and paired her, paired him with <laughs> Carol Baskin, and like, let's see what happens. And they both wear like tiger stripe outfits and dance a cha cha. No, it's like a contem- contemplative dance. Like they're like yeah. moving on the floor, <laughs> like a tiger. And then at the end, they both just go meow. Like <laughs> I think that would be so funny. Do you oh. think they're hiring scriptwriters? Because uh, you should apply. <laughs> Someone told me that a while ago and like, I'm not tooting my horn here. Cause like, I'm not talented, but, um, someone said that to me, they were like, jury, you know, you should like write scripts or something. And I'm like, man, I don't want to though. I just want to float out funny ideas, make one person laugh and, and then move on. You know, I got enough ideas. I do this show. This was our idea though. All right. Yeah. Carol Baskin. Him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Really quick, speaking of writing things, I have to share this with you. I was, ch- <laughs> I was chatting with my brother, who we should have on this podcast at some point. But he, <laughs> we were talking about just how how fucked life is right now, uh, with all this COVID shit. My brother just bought a house, which is you know crazy. But I mean, I guess where he lives and COVID kind of helped with that. I guess. And he wrote this to me in a text. And I said, how funny would this be like inside a birthday card, like an inappropriate birthday card for your friend? What is the point of life? You spend all this time as a gross kid to become a sexy teenager. Then you reach your prime and spend most of it working. Then when you're all wrinkly, you have to spend the rest of your life with a pale shadow of someone you used to love until you lose all your independence and pull your own plug. What are we doing? Happy birthday. Wow, that got really dark. (laughs) Now, I added the happy birthday because I was like, dude, that reads like those funny, like aggressive birthday cards. Like we should sell that to Hallmark. We could do that. 
Yeah. Maybe Copyright. we start a yeah, maybe we start our own like greeting card company, Jury Jury Brother Cards. I DBC. That... Can I be the artist? <laughs> uh, yeah, a million percent. I don't even want to hear about what you would draw for that one, but yeah. Just an old wrinkly hand pulling a plug out of a wall? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Boy, we're morbid. Uh I'd like to remind everyone this show is fun. <laughs> or it's supposed to be. It's, this is it, it is sauce and goss, not death and loss. So here we are. You like that? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg would be proud of that rhyme. What's up? I like his new Corona commercial. Um, yeah, man. I I just thought that was funny. Anyway, Carol Baskin, she's gonna dance. I guess. Fucking un- like she danced around murdering her husband. <laughs> um. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> What else? <laughs> Bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking, of, this is a bit of a stretch here. Speaking of dancing with the stars, apparently I know a person who doesn't believe in stars or outer space. <laughs> Man, okay. This is a conspir- conspiracy theorist. Um, and I don't like, I'm not like, close friends with him he's a, a friend of a friend so <laughs> that's how i found out about that's his more convenient for you for sure yeah. man i don't think i can actually call someone like this a friend because i'd be too embarrassed like we all have those friends i think or like those people that we know that like you talk to that have certain stances on things where you kind of go well oh, you're a bit of a weirdo but like i like you so i'm not gonna say anything I was having a conversation like that with a friend of mine and, and, and it's just like, what, like, how deep do you think this goes, man? Like just any, any conspiracy theory, they're hiding aliens from us. I don't know. Maybe who cares? Or no, like, but they're not hiding aliens from us um, because there's no space. So there's no aliens. Right. In this case, In obviously, this case. obviously we are a flat petri dish floating in nothingness yeah and and the world's flat i read i saw a thing the other day like somebody wrote an article that australia isn't real i saw that oh my god that's so (laughs) funny and like everyone was tagging like jim jeffries and daniel ricardo in it just like hey guys your hometown doesn't exist it's just like come on man like my favorite band right now is australian ACDC's real. They're real guys <laughs> with, with the accent, mate. It's a real fucking place. It's real. Yeah. I so, don't understand yeah, just, like, it. Go there for yourself. And yeah, go see. Yeah, it. so I'll I'll get into it. so this guy who doesn't think space is real thinks the earth is flat and we're um Why? in case what? Why? 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 And then we're in case in like a glacial like ice wall and that's why no one falls off um so like (laughs) if that's what you think how about you go to the edge (laughs) and find a wall and prove it then (laughs) but apparently um i he did his um research (laughs) quote unquote and that's why he now believes this he used to believe that aliens were just on the earth like walking around but apparently he no longer thinks that because you know space isn't real so aliens aren't real so i don't know why um i don't know how he came to this conclusion 
like so by research what he means is he watched like a 45 minute long youtube video made at 4 a.m by some crazy guy named devin probably and like who'd been awake for six days with insomnia and drank 80 liters of red bull Mm -hmm. and just and just like was on mushrooms and went i see everything i have the answers like come on dude space isn't real like I want to know what he thinks the sun is and the moon and the stars. It's like, all encased in here with us. Oh, there's a kitty in the background. Oh, it's cute too. Yeah. Aww, she won't leave cute. me alone. She she has it. to be in here in my office all day long while I work. <laughs> that cat for sure knows space is there. Like, dude, it, it's <laughs> like, it's so, it, you can see it and shit. Like you can buy a telescope for like eighty dollars and like see the surface of the moon, like it's right fucking there. Yeah, like I don't like I can buy into some conspiracy theories, like, but there's got to be I I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. There's like got to be I guess what I'll call reasonable merit to sure. believing it. Like, because, like, for instance, I'm talking with a buddy and he's like, yeah, you know, um, if they invent a COVID vaccine, I'm probably not going to get it. And I'm like, why, why? Like you, which I think is a reasonable response. Like, why not? Like, I, I want it. Um, if they can clinically prove it works and a doctor who's way smarter than me says so. I I want it. And so I ask why? And he goes, well, I think that our government is trying to sell all of our information to China and they're going to microchip us and, and take all of our freedoms away. And I'm like, okay, but I'll counter with what evidence do you have of that? What freedoms did you enjoy 20 years ago that you don't have now? Especially here. Like, we don't live in fucking Lebanon. Or, for that matter, China? Like, you know what I mean? It, I, It's just like... And when you ask people that have these stances... And we've talked about people like anti-vaxxers before. The fucking idiots. It's just like... Um, let's... In that situation, right... Let's say it's true and they want to sell our in. I, I don't know. My blood they don't type need to, to China microchip us to do that. <laughs> they already have all our information. They have, yeah, it's like you they have, have a phone. They give us the number, like our like sin numbers that um, no one else can know. So no one steals our identity, but the government is the one that gives that to us. They already know everything about us. <laughs> like, Right? Like, it, I don't understand. They have, they know where we live. They know our phone numbers. Like, I mean, yeah. no one's, no one can hide anything. Like, they already have that information. What else is there to get from us? I don't know. Like, they we, can track us with the GPS on our phones that we carry with us willingly. Yeah. They are already have, tracking us. I we mean, have these little <laughs> microwaves that are fucking burning radiation through our pockets. Like, I, I, I just don't, and like, also, 
and I mean, the crazy people will say, well, that's how it starts, man. No one caring. But I'll say, like, if you're not a, a, you know, a psychopath and you don't have, like, bodies in your basement, what the fuck do you care? If Justin Trudeau is watching me right now through my webcam, I mean, I hope you like the show, Trudy. Like, I, I mean... I'm not doing anything. <laughs> if somebody in the government is fucking watching and listening to me on a satellite somewhere, like uh, my advice would be like, thanks for tuning in, I guess. But like, you're not going to see much. In fact, <laughs> you're probably going to see things you don't ever want to see again now. So, I mean, I'm not doing anything illegal, but just, you know, I'm a weird guy. So, <laughs> you know what does that mean <laughs> i don't know dude um uh, so like i don't care um i i just don't and and like the whole thing you know now is like oh well you know i think all the governments invented the uh coronavirus together so that they could control um you know the economy and whatnot i'm like are you out of your mind that doesn't make any sense no one can afford anything. Like, the economy is in ruins. It's the worst it's ever been since we've been alive a anyway. Like, no one wants this. And also, like, let's be honest. General humanity is pretty stupid. Like, we've achieved some amazing things. I don't know, like, we built the pyramids and all that shit. But, like, we're, like, what's actually probably happening is that People in charge are dumb. They're just as dumb as you and me. They just know how to talk really good into a microphone and convince other dumber people that they have all the answers. That's what politics is, man. It's just the person in the room that sounds the smartest. And they're like, guys, follow me. I have all the answers. Well, what? Like, <laughs> That doesn't explain Trump, though. He's not the smartest with the microphone. But there are a lot of people dumber than him that like his dumb ideas, mm. like hating black people and segregation and shooting people openly in the street. Um, so, you know, it it's just um, it's just bizarre. And then it's like, yes, yeah, space isn't real. It's like, all right, man, it like. Like, I refuse point. to believe that people genuinely think these things. Like, they have to just say it and pretend to think it to get a rise out of people. Like, there's no way that anyone can actually believe the, these conspiracies that they're saying. I Like, I don't believe that they believe it. I do, but I will agree that I think there's a good chunk of the population of conspiracy theorists assholes that are doing it to get a rise out of people because they love to have an argument mm -hmm. and it's like okay but like go do anything else like what is the satisfaction you're getting out of like trolling people into hearing your idiotness like go make a cupcake or something like there's so much fun shit to do in the world like, go fucking build a sandcastle or something. I don't know, man. And then bury your head in it. You know? <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't I don't understand. The government is fucking following us. 
Who cares? I like, I, I don't care as long as they're not physically in my house. And then of course, you know, he's like, well, you know, um, I almost, uh, I almost never get sick in my life and I don't get the flu shot every year. And I'm like, well, lucky you, but when you do, it's going to suck. And then you're going to give it to like your kid. And it's just like, yeah, you know, I didn't get, you know, like, I don't want to get vaccines and shit because, uh, I just think that, um, I just think that like I have a really good immune system and I'm like, because you were vaccinated as a kid, <laughs> like it, it's like people that are just like, I, I think vaccines are dangerous. And like, what do we even need them for? No one gets polio anymore. It's like, we have a fucking vaccines. Like <laughs> it's hilarious. It's just like, well, polio's gone. What do we need it for? It's just like, because you're getting inoculated. If you don't get a hepatitis vaccine, you will get it. I promise. It's very virulent. If you go like to South America where they don't have access to these medicines, you'll get hep. It'll happen. I promise, dude, you'll step on a crab and you will get it or malaria or some shit. Ask the malaria people how they're feeling about vaccines in fucking Africa and like Brazil and shit. Ask the malaria motherfuckers how they're doing. And if vaccines don't work, you know, wouldn't it be neat if you didn't have to go to the river to get water every day and get dengue fever for fuck's sake. Like it's just, you know, at some point you just have to like shut off. And, and my line that I say to people now because I'm so uninterested in arguing about almost anything other than like sports maybe is I just go fair enough. And I typically turn away and like crack a beer to inebriate myself from the stupidity surrounding mm -hmm. me, man, there's a lot of dumb people. It's crazy. So stupid. Mm -hmm. I think, um, humanity has peaked, um, years ago. <laughs> And, like, now we're on, like, the steady, like, decline. I fucking um, think so, too. Yeah, so. Part of my pessimism. Maybe it's, like, a roller, maybe it's, like, a roller coaster where we're on the first drop and maybe it'll go back up again. Or maybe there's a loop-de-loop -loop and we're all going to get, maybe this is the loop-de-loop. -loop. <laughs> maybe it is. Because it's been um, a, a freak show. Um, so you can only hope to plateau, I think. I like, yeah, I mean, pardon our pessimism again, but I, I would like to think optimistically that like it will, humanity will swing back up. Cause you look throughout periods of history, there was the whole, you know, dark times in the middle ages where no one could fucking like read and write and everyone listened to the church. Really good idea. Um, yeah, there, they're still the somehow, yeah, the church, they're still somehow doing really well despite COVID-19, even though they said they've eradicated it through the Holy Spirit. But, um, but they still fucking amazingly need a new roof. It's fucking crazy. It's like Paul or whatever the guy's name is now, like get some shingles and fuck yourself. 
replace the roof yourself. I don't know why I got off on that tangent. I don't know. And, but and like, hey, if, if they get vaccinated, they won't get shingles, um, the virus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know what, though? I don't know. Cause like, is it, cause like, can you not still get shingles if you're, if you don't get like that shot for it? Yeah. I think, I think if you have gotten the chicken pox, you're more susceptible to getting shingles and, right. um, when you're old. And, um, fun for me is they came up with the chicken pox vaccine, like a month after I got the chicken pox as a kid. <laughs> I had them. I definitely had them and I don't want shingles. It sounds shitty. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, so there were the dark times and the, the church and shit. And then and then there was like the Renaissance and like Da Vinci made cool paintings and, and shit. Sistine Chapel, again, a fucking church roof. Unbelievable. Uh, can never do it themselves. And uh, they have no taxes. It's incredible. And then um, and then like, you know, the 1800s happened and, and there was, you know, cowboys were shooting people. And there was lots of racism and slavery and all that horrible stuff. And then that all got like abolished. And then like the 1900s came and they built the Titanic. Oops. Um, if, if only they <laughs> now like technically incredible for the time. But I mean, if only they had built headlights on on it. Right. And um, hadn't tried to sail it, you know, through an iceberg um they ju- they were just trying to go too fast uh, that's that's the hubris of humanity they already built the biggest ship ever and they wanted to arrive a day early that's humanity right there in a nutshell it's like incapable of such incredible things building this at the time monstrous ship that people were just like ships will never be bigger than this and and now just the average cruise ship is bigger than that absolutely and and then the guy was like boy we've already done this super impressive thing let's get to new york a day earlier than we said blast away boys shovel some coal and then they rammed it into a fucking ice cube um and the door was big enough for Jack, right? So call back to an earlier episode. Door is big enough for Jack. And uh, hashtag Rosa bitch. So then like the war, the world war happens and it's like that was horrible. And then like the plague and then the roaring 20s and then the shitty shit shit 30s <laughs> that our grandparents grew up in. And then like World War Two. And we said, fuck you to that Hitler idiot. Um, and that little prick in Italy, um, and, and like we beat that guy. <laughs> Fuck him, you know? What a shit stain. Are like, we going to turn this into like a, a history podcast for educational purposes? Yeah. Everyone I mean, tune I'm, in for, I'm giving for a quick a, lesson. I'm giving a brief, profanity-laden view of what I think history was. And, and so then... Like the fifties and like white picket fence, but we're scared of the Russians because they've got the 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 boomstick, 
And then, you know, remember those duck and cover videos and shit? Like, those are so funny. It's just like the atomic bombs going off, but we'll just hide safely under our picket picnic blanket, Timmy. Like, it's like that's so hilarious. Right. And then the Cold War. And there was that thing where they almost blew up Cuba or, or Cuba. They were going to blow us up. Uh, and then, like, you know, the, the, we we invent like the home computer and the Internet and fucking, you know, and now we're here. And now we're here and it just seems like we're in one of those stupid dips where everyone seems to have the internet now and everyone thinks they have found all the right answers on it. Cause it, unfortunately there's like a, there's like a freedom thing or whatever, I guess of like, you're, <laughs> you're free to put whatever dumb thought you have on the internet, much like me on this podcast. And, um, People read your dumb thought and then tell six friends and then they tell six friends, probably all named Rose. Right. And then uh, and then fucking and then you've got like a couple hundred people thinking dumb things like space isn't real. Grab a fucking telescope, sit down, eat an ice cream cone and stare at Mars. You prick. And that's all I have to say about your friend's friend. If you're listening to this, slap yourself in the face like your mother should have and look at space, dude. It's really neat. It, at some point, even if you doubt just everything, you and there's nothing wrong with being like curious and questioning things. It's part of the human experience, bro. But like <laughs> at some point, you do have to trust that other humans might be smarter on certain topics than you and that they're not feeding you bullshit. Like when Chris Hadfield is like, I've been in space. You can't just like at some point, don't you have to go? Yeah, maybe, I guess maybe he has. He seems like a smart guy and his mustache is very tidy. Like fucking he's the most trustworthy looking guy in the world. And you're going to tell me that space isn't real. Fuck off. You're going to tell me I'm wrong? You're going to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> yeah. Her sister was a witch. Dude, I'm so happy you brought that up. That's my <laughs> favorite video on the internet ever. And I know every time you see a funny new video, you, you go, that's my favorite thing ever. That actually is. That video, those two guys arguing about the Wizard of Oz is so funny. Oh, my God. She came down in a bubble, bro. So hilarious, dude. <laughs> I love it. Space is real. Fuck you, though. You know? That's, I do know. <laughs> that's, that's where I'll that's finish the that. Yeah, I'm going to eat a mini egg now. Okay, cool. I'll cue up the next topic. <laughs> um, yeah, so last night, it's outside. Um, uh we were, we ran across the street uh, to grab some snacks from the convenience store over at Travis's, and then we um we come back and my car is parked on the road, and then I see these two guys just like leaning against it, like smoking a cigarette, um and like I'm not confrontational, and I was like, oh my god, what do I do? I didn't have my keys on me, so otherwise I would have just like got in the car and saw what happened, but so I just had to be like, excuse me, that's my car. <laughs> <laughs> that they like backed away but like who has the audacity to just lean against some stranger's car like i would never think to ever touch another person's car <laughs> it 
again, both of those gentlemen are probably conspiracy theorist piece of shit assholes. And they're probably both named Rose. I'll just say it, right? Um, they would never share a door. And, and like, I can't believe the, uh, yeah, just the audacity, uh, like, of people. Like, what are you doing, dude? You're, le- like, why, man? It just, fucking, you can't have anything nice. Like, you know? It's so annoying. Like, I, I man, I... People are so dumb. Like, I would have had a much different reaction, clearly. But, like, you know, if people are leaning on my car, it's like, dude, get the fuck off my car. What are, like, what are you doing, though? Actually. Like, we're in a town. This is a civilization. There's, like, trees and benches and shit. Or, like, the wall um, across, like, you're on the sidewalk. (laughs) Lean against the building, not my car. <laughs> and like cars aren't even comfy to lean against. Like it's not. No, and there's literally a bench two feet away. Dude, that that's so unreal. I uh, I just I don't get it, man. I'll tell you a funny story about leaning on people's cars. Um, my dad used to tell me this story all a lot. Um. And so I can regale it to you now because I remember it so perfectly from hearing it 82 times. Um, My dad was over at, I don't know if it was his best friend's place or like a buddy of theirs, whatever, had a party one night and his parents were away. And so like there's a decent amount of people over at the house. And again, people are being pricks and like breaking stuff. And my dad's like, man, what are you guys doing? Like, don't break stuff, you fuck. And like, come on. And so one of the guys that he like yelled at for breaking something later on is outside and is laying across the hood of his buddy's parents. Very nice Cadillac smoking a cigarette. They're always smoking a cigarette, man. It's Mm -hmm. fucking like they're in Pulp Fiction or something, man. You're not John Travolta. Get off the car. Um. So this guy's like laying on the hood and my dad is like, man, what the fuck are you doing? You're laying on their car. You're an idiot. This guy like picks a rock up and smashes my dad in the face with it. And my dad wore glasses. That took a turn. I was not expecting that. (laughs) Oh, this gets really good. And so. I have glass as well. This would suck. The glass like gets in my dad's eye. And so he's, you know, he, he's done. Like he just sits down on the lawn. There's people everywhere. And they were like, what the fuck? Right. So the cops show up. The guy takes off. My dad goes to the hospital. They fix his eye. Luckily, it didn't like damage his eye. Whatever. Get some new glasses like shitty. Obviously, I'm sure glasses much like they are today were expensive back then. And so, like, sue the guy? Like, well, this is where it gets good, though. (laughs) My dad had a bit of a mean streak. And um, not that he was a bad guy, just he could be accused of having a temper. And so he saw the guy that did it at the local mall. And he was with a, a, a buddy of his. So my dad followed them out of the mall into the parking lot and my dad 
beat the shit out of the guy and partially his friend and like did did some things to him that you know I wouldn't want done to me um and uh yeah my dad sat there next to his car and waited for the cops to come I'm actually pretty sure that my dad called the cops and was like I'm here and uh I beat this guy up so they show up, and of course, being a small town that the town my dad grew up in was back then, he, you know, everyone kind of knew everyone. And so uh, my my grandpa back then, I'm still pretty sure, was driving an ambulance. So, like, he, he knew the cops, and, like, the cops knew him. My grandma was a nurse. They've interacted with the police. And so they show up and are like, well, Scott, um, because, and it turns out the cop that showed up first was the guy that showed up when the kid hit my dad in the face with a rock and so he sees this and is like well scott uh it looks like he fell <laughs> oh my god the cop. and my dad my dad got off scot-free labeled this kid in the parking lot like people saw and like years later my dad's telling me this and uh like a family friend was like i was there and all of that's true and, and I was like, that, that's awesome. That would never happen now. Like you would get, su- you'd get sued for sure. And like, no one knows who the cops are. Right. I did in my little town, but like, I don't know who any of them are now, you know, like just what an incredible story. And, and again, it's just comeuppance, right? Like y- you're being a dick, you're smashing lamps at the house party that you, you know, based on the sound of this guy, he probably wasn't even invited for fuck's sake. <laughs> And then you lay it on the car, and then you smash my dad's glasses in with a rock? I mean, you know, it's not like my dad maimed him for life or something, you know, but he hurt him, and they didn't see much of him after that. I'm actually pretty sure the kid moved away, which is so So you're saying the kid, like, how old? Oh, they were, like, 17. Okay. 17, 18 years old. Okay. Yeah. yeah, as they weren't like equally 11. matched. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my dad didn't beat up a ten-year-old. Like it, like it was. <laughs> I actually think the kid was older than him by like a year, maybe. So you know, it just yeah, pretty, uh, pretty hilarious. Um, one of my favorite old stories about my old man. That's. Oh man, don't lean well, on people's cars. Yeah, is the point. just don't have the audacity. You just never know whose car you're leaning against. There's the lesson, right? Mm-hmm. There's the lesson. Luckily, yeah. I'm too uh, <laughs> afraid to ever make a big commotion like that. But just fucking leaning against a Lamborghini and Conor McGregor gets out. Like, oops, <laughs> oops. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. So you wanted to touch on um, video games and how much they suck now. <laughs> like, I know for sure I have a bad memory these days because it, it just of the COVID times. But I know we've touched on this before. What happened, man? I'm so I, like, I'm just tired. Like, I feel I'm mentally tired, Fiona. I'm. I feel like all of the things that were like cool and I'm like, this has to, this is part of the human experience too. it. it, This has to happen to everyone. Right. 
you start getting older. I'm almost 30, you know, like the music <laughs> that was popular. Well, okay, come on. 30. <laughs> All right, what, you, you don't still want to be friends when I'm 30? Like, I guess. Come on. Oh, <laughs> come on. It's, it's not that bad. Um, you know, I'm almost 30 and like fucking like the music that was popular when I was a kid is not popular anymore. Like kids aren't listening to that. They're listening to WAP and, and like, you know, as long as you're not listening to Nickelback kids, um, and, and you know, like the shows that were on when I was a kid, fucking SpongeBob, Dexter's lab, Hey Arnold, Arthur, you know, like they're not on anymore. No kids don't know what that is. So like, there's that thing where just, I think everyone hits this wall probably around my age where you're like, man, like the things that were so great about growing up are just dying. And that's how I feel about video games. Like it, it used to be such a simple, easy to enjoy pleasure. It really did. You would get a fucking console, like a super Nintendo or the N64, man, when the N64, I, I, I'll, I'll argue anyone into the ground, the N64 is the greatest home video game console ever created. I agree. It was the pinnacle, man. It's so much fun. And why it's so much fun to this day to plug in an N64 and play those games is like, I challenge you to like find me like any N64 game that's not fun. Like they were all good. And do you know why, man? Because back then you would just, you'd get a console, you'd buy a game cartridge or then like PlayStation hits and, and it, you're, you're playing on discs, um, feels so futuristic and shit. And you'd buy the game and they were like $25 and you would have fun playing that game and get a whole experience in one convenient little package for like 25 bucks and you'd enjoy it endlessly with your friends. And now games are like 90 fucking dollars. And then there's like, you know, they're not even finished when they come out half the fucking time. And it's like, but give us the full price anyway. And then, and then they're like, um, yeah, we, we only put like 10 hours of the game in, um, if you want to play the rest and, and all these extra cool parts, we're going to need like another 30 from you for this online season pass or whatever the fuck. Uh, if you want to play call of duty for some fucking reason, uh, same game every year, they just like put rocket packs on them one year and they're like call of duty, modern warfare, like fuck off. And then they're like, yeah, give us another $30. And then they're like, you want, you want to play Fortnite and shit and look like Mickey mouse. Give us $10 to, to put Mickey mouse ears on your character. Um, and then like, Oh, maybe Ryan, you like sports games. Give us $90 every year for basically the same game over and over and over again with no fucking changes. And, and Oh, by the way, the only thing that we'll ever pay any attention to is the online modes where you buy dumb virtual cards that 
have no real world value and then also will uh will make it so that all of the classic game modes that you liked about playing sports games like running a franchise and taking your favorite team to the championship will make those all shitty um so that you get no enjoyment out of those and 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 whatever and and then also now here what happened to like couch co-op what the fuck happened to it so many games don't have it anymore that should because everything's about being online now because they want they don't want it so that you and your friend fucking Timmy can sit on the couch together and on your system with one copy of the mm-hmm. game and yeah, one online everyone needs to buy it everyone needs to buy it so they take couch co-op out or if games have it like NHL which is a franchise that has fucking hit the wall in terms of quality NHL used to be the shit when we were kids it was all we wanted to play my friends and I used to like when we were poor you know we used to like gather up fucking lawnmower money from mowing people's lawns or shoveling driveways and all buy one copy of the game and like share it you know so we could all play chill because we were all together anyway at each other's houses. Now, I tr- my buddy's over the other day, and we're trying to fucking play Chell, me and Brando, fucking beauty, and we're sitting here trying to play Chell. I turn it on, and we're just trying to play, like, online versus, like, where you just pick a team and play somebody else online with just one of the stock NHL teams. In order to do this, we had to sign out of my PlayStation account, create a whole new user profile on the PlayStation for him. Sign him up for PlayStation. He's an Xbox owner. Had to make him a PlayStation (laughs) account. Then with EA Sports games, you got to have this dumb internet profile called EA Origin to play their games online. So then we had to sign him up for an EA Origin account. Like half an hour later, we're finally fucking playing the game. It's just like, what happened? What happened? It like I know what happened. They're greedy pricks. But Jesus, man, you had to take couch co-op from me? I don't know if you remember this cuz you're substantially younger than me. You know, not like a decade, but like, you know, 7 years. You're quite younger than me. So, I don't know if you would remember really <laughs> the phenomenon of Halo when it first came out. When it first came out, you were probably like three. So I was like, 10 makes sense. Math. And so when that shit came out, now I didn't have an Xbox, but some of my friends did. And when Halo came out, it was like the shit. Like you had to play it. And the couch co-op mode of like beating the game with your friend right there on the couch was like amazing it was so fun and you'd have like four player tournaments at each other's houses and you all just all you did to play was you turned a controller on you want to play over there fucking johnny plug your controller in johnny join timmy and i and then we're all playing halo together in two seconds and then they took that shit away the newer halo games they took it away it's just like that that's the whole reason your game was fun halo Come on! I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? They're 
They're fuckhousing our entertainment. It's stupid. Everything is so piecemeal now. Pay for this. Expand this. Pay for this pack. Fucking, like, all, all the game's delayed now, but it, it'll still be unfinished. It, it's just all dog shit. Fuck me. Can somebody just make video games rip again? Some of them do. It's so rare. And when one comes out, even if it maybe doesn't deserve, like, 10 out of 10s, we give it to them because they're like, my God, it's like I'm eight again and the game is playable and I can enjoy it with friends. Fuck. And then what people is can quickly ruin that fun if you do come across a good game by hacking it. So they always win and you always lose. And that's not fun anymore. <laughs> my God. And that's another like, problem, yeah. too. Like in, you know, Fall Guys, my my new one of my favorite games, which it's we talked so about the fun. last time. It's so, fun. so um, fun. But when you play it on the PC, there's people that hack now that just like launch themselves to the finish line of this um, like obstacle course. Or if it's like a jumping game so you can like see how long you can stay like on the platform. They just float the whole time. So like there's literally no point in playing because you're never going to win because they're just going to float their way to the finish. Yeah, they hack the game code and like yeah. a game like that that's like made by like a tiny little independent developer, they don't have like fucking anti-hack staff. It's going to take them ages to to figure mm -hmm. that out. And like and plus the game was like ported to PC. It's like on consoles, right? It's mm -hmm. just and and again, I, I'm not saying that like and I'm not trying to shit on like game developers and like the actual humans putting the games together. Because, like, with people at, like, EA Sports, like, the people designing the game, they're just doing what they're told. The company is just, like, make this game a money sponge and make 10-year-old kids beg their mom for their credit card to buy $20 virtual card packs to maybe get Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby or some shit and, and make it like that and nothing else. And then they go, well, I need to feed my family and I want to be a game developer, so I guess I'll make this shitty game that I don't really believe in, but I got to do it, right? It's just like, for God's sake, guys, like, you, you the, the games that have been, like, really successful over the last few years have been the ones that, like, deliver an actual experience that's worth the money. Red Dead Redemption 2, The, the Last of Us, Fucking the the Doom games, uh, all the Uncharted games, really anything by Naughty Dog. They're one of the few good guys out there that like keep it going. Like even the thing now that's like popular because they do it with movies all the time is like they remaster old games, which for a person like me is amazing. It's like, man, Crash Bandicoot, like my favorite game as a kid and it's all remastered. And and so good, it sold so well. They remastered the first three Crash Bandicoots. And it's awesome. Like, so fun to play those games again. Then they go, we're going to... And Naughty Dog was the original maker of those. Then they sold the remake rights to Activision, who are, of course, noted piece of shits. And, but they nail it out of the park. They, they sell this remade Crash game, and it's like, fuck yeah, Crash! And they did Spyro and shit too, or I don't know if, did Activision do Spyro? It doesn't fucking matter. Then they go, we're going to do a remake of Crash Team Racing. 
one of the greatest party-friendly games ever, and in my opinion, the only kart racing game that is better than Mario Kart. I'm serious. I think it's better. They they come out with that, and immediately they see success with the remakes. They come out with Crash Team Racing, and what do they do? Microtransactions. Unfucking believable. And Fiona's chasing after her cat. Oh, the kitty wants out. Yeah, that makes sense. The cat needs to wander. I mean, you know what I mean? But I'm telling you. Oh, was that Muffin? I thought I saw Muffin appear. Like, it just... I I don't understand. And, like, they just are like, Oh, yeah, fuck it. We'll, we'll just put... Uh, I saw you take the cat out. That's cool. Yeah. Um, my dad is with her under the door. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Gotta wander. But like it's just like they they even they even ruin remakes. It's like they gotta video games used to be like such a cool artistic expression and, and they still are, but it it became this I understand they're expensive to make and whatever, and like I don't I it's like any industry, there's inflation, and I, I have no problem with the game's being $90, but just give me that money in the thing I'm buying. Don't fuck house me around and be like the, when they, when fuck EA is the worst example in the business. It's like they, they own the star Wars license. How do you fuck up star Wars, dude? How can you actually fuck Star Wars up and make Star Wars games not fun? How's that possible? It actually takes like evil intent, satanic effort to like destroy childhoods and make Star Wars not fun? Something's really wrong when Star Wars isn't fun to play, guys. Fuck. What? what? Did happened? you hear that to the mic? Yeah, what was that? Um, Crash of Thunder. <laughs> oh, was it really? Oh, I yeah. guess it is getting a little stormy. Like, yeah, there it is, man. That's it's it's Satan himself thundering away up there. Fucking <laughs> I will ruin their Star Wars games. <laughs> it's the Emperor, man. He's up there. Fucking ridiculous. I I just don't get it. They're I feel like nowadays with video games to end my tirade, and I know you have some input here too. It, I feel sad for you because you're younger than me. And like, I feel like I grew up during like the Zenith of innovation in video games. And it used to be, it was rare that a video game had such poor quality and shit. And, and it was a rare occurrence. And those games just didn't sell. Generally, there were so many good franchises that were just cranking out great stuff and you knew what you were paying for. And that has flipped now. And there's so much useless dog shit on the market and not enough games for, for our 90 hard-earned dollars. Let's be honest. Gaming's become such an expensive hobby. Um, it just sucks, man. It's like soul crushing. The little boy inside me is like, 
why? Why are you doing this to me? I don't know. I mean, it is just pissing down rain right now <laughs> in my town. <laughs> this is the saddest episode we've ever had. It's just sad sadness. Okay, I'm actually no, well... doing okay, guys. <laughs> We we have episodes now and again where it's just one of us ranting the whole time about things we don't like. It happens. Oh, it's me. It's me. I, I yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to rant again about your neighbors? Well, I mean, you should take a turn now. You mad about something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You worked up? Like I want to hear. I want to hear. No, I'm not too worked up. I'm actually excited cuz um it's um finally September, um which means it's um acceptable to be excited for fall which is um, my favorite time of year so i'm very excited for that you know what actually me too fall fall rips really hard Mm -hmm. because like you're still getting like 20-ish degree weather Mm -hmm. and but it's not like scalding hot all the time and And then it's like it's technically still summer for a couple weeks yeah but but mentally (laughs) it's halloween season you break out your nice jackets when you go for a walk. Oh man! Did you see that? The light lights flickered. flickered. Uh oh! Are spooky. we gonna have our it's first spooky power? season? Oh, it's ooh. spooky season. Ooh, exactly. Uh, like, yeah, it's it's just I can actually hear if I'm quiet, which is never. I can hear the rain pounding yeah. your house. <laughs> I'm right by the window, so <laughs> that's something. Like, uh, I don't know, dude. I uh, I don't know. Video games, they're just... Uh, they're still fun. Like, I, I, I've played a couple recently that, like, have been nice, but it just... Man, it's not like it used to be. And boy, that is the oldest okay, thing Grandpa. I'll ever say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> That's me, Boomer Drury. Fuck. You know what? It happens to the best of us. Um, not me yet, but maybe I'm just not the best of us. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're up. You're up I there. Think, I think you need um, like a minute. <laughs> you're just having a day. <laughs> it's it's talk fun. about your favorite fall activities. Um, Going to the pumpkin patch, doing a corn maze, apple picking. I'm no, here for it. All of, of those things. All none of it. it. All no. of it. Uh, it, that's a perfect day. That's a perfect day. It's fine, I guess. I like. I prefer to like play some football. Um, maybe get a, a the last the last stretch of 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 catch in. Throw some baseballs around at the diamond. Go for bike rides and not be scalding hot the entire time. Hockey season is usually right around the corner, but twenty twenty took took that from me too, didn't it? Huh. That's great. Uh, I mean, baseball playoffs are going to start soon. Um, amazingly, I can't fucking believe they've made it almost. I mean, I can't say that yet. They've still got a month left, but baseball has somehow not killed anybody. Mm. Um, incredible. And I'm I'm the newest baseball fan on earth, and so I'm excited for, for baseball. Um, generally in the fall, too, before winter, there's usually good concerts to, to catch, but... I mean, that's... Uh, okay, you're doing the exact to... opposite of what I wanted this topic to be about. So... I'm telling you my favorite activities. Okay, well, you're putting a downer on them. 
Okay, well, I'll tell you one thing I'm really looking forward to. Pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, I'm that guy. Um, and I don't drink 20 of them. I have like two, and I really like them. They're tasty, okay? Uh, even the frap is good. And also, um, Thanksgiving is the greatest holiday of all time how it's you get a big meal that's exactly like christmas except you don't get the presents and the joy of christmas season i don't even want the presents dude yeah but you want to give presents giving presents is a joy i'll give you that yes i very much enjoy i want to give people presents and i want to drink hot chocolate and have a big turkey dinner that's what christmas is we don't need that on thanksgiving fair enough i just like thanksgiving because because it's a big meal, you're around your favorite people, and there's the weather's no, there's, a bit nicer normally. The weather's nicer, and there's none of that fuss surrounding it with all the Christmas set. Because like the joy true. of giving gifts is very is ripping, and That's I'm very true. excited about Christmas this year because my girlfriend's gonna have a heart attack uh, when she sees what I'm cooking. Um, but Thanksgiving just rips so hard. Wow, that was a I'm going to have a power outage tonight. We, we might have a shortened power outage. What am I going to do? All there, all there is is the internet. <laughs> That's <laughs> all we have. <laughs> In my spare time at night. 2020 is going to take away our only line of communication. Um, <laughs> no, just I love Thanksgiving. Like toss a bit of football around with my uncle dummy so much turkey god my grandma makes the best mashed potatoes holy shit i man you know like when you get really excited to eat something and you get like that sour taste in the back of your mouth because you're you're so excited to eat it and it's like that tingly (laughs) feeling in your glands i was just thinking about just dumping gravy down my throat and i fucking (laughs) i just Oh, I want gravy so bad right now. But like Thanksgiving gravy, you know what I mean? There's something about turkey gravy that that, that grandma makes that is just next level. I'm, now what, so I'm going to tell you something. There's literally nothing stopping you from making a Thanksgiving dinner any I'm, day of the week. But that's if that's what brings you like, happiness, that's then you the should thing. treat yourself. I I know, but like... You have to not do that. You have to like wait for the time because then it's like so special and you know it's the best meal you're going to eat all year. And there's something special about yeah, but that. Th- does that not make the rest of the year a little bit sadder because it's not the best meal? No, because like then the rest of the year can still be good, just not the pinnacle. The pinnacle, the peak has well, to be... Well, you don't a- have to have all the fixins. It can still be the best meal, but you can still have, like, some turkey gravy and mashed potatoes on, like, a Sunday night. It, yeah, you're Just right. To, like, to fix the, the cravings, you know? Just, like, treat yourself to a meal that'll make you happy. There's just something about, like, all all of it, though. Like, everyone's got a different mix, right? But, like, typically how the shindig goes down with my fam is grandma's... Grandma and Grandpa got a bitch in turkey. It's humongous. <laughs> um, mountain of stuffing. So much mashed potatoes. Buttery deliciousness. Fucking 
the gravy, which like I don't know what my grandma does to it. Everyone's grandma does something weird to their gravy, but like her gravy tastes like no other gravy. Um, and then like grandma makes this really unbelievable coleslaw. She puts sugar in it and stuff. It's like r- ridiculous. And then there's always like some turnip, fresh rolls, tons of dessert, and like I just pile it all together, dude. I don't know what your routine is, but typically here's what I do. I fucking take those mashed and I lay down. I love potatoes so much. I'm Irish. And so um, I'll take half the plate for serving one. This is serving one. I'll take half the plate and lay down a bed of buttery mash loaded with gravy. Then you put gravy down first, right? Then you go to the stuffing and you put the stuffing on top of the gravy potatoes. Then you load one of the last half corners full of coleslaw and turnip together, mixed together. Then you you get a couple hunks of turk, and you throw that in whatever open space is left. Then in the middle of the plate, where there's some space maybe between the mash and the turk, you fucking take the extra little bits and like typically that could be cranberry sauce that could be like olives or some nice cut up pickles or something and you fucking throw that in the middle then you grab two dinner rolls and you stick that on the edge of the the potato bed and then you just go to town on that honestly <laughs> i have sat down i have sat down and eaten thanksgiving dinner with a spoon <laughs> scooping all of the goodness into my face. I swear to God. Watching me eat Thanksgiving dinner must be so sickening. But I've I've never been happier in my what do you, life. What do you do at dessert time? Dude, there is. And this is one of my favorite activities. And it can't even be considered an activity because I had nothing to do with making it happen. Pumpkin pie is... A the next best pie level treat and sometimes i don't know who does this my mom will do it sometimes grandma does it sometimes they will make a frozen ice cream pumpkin pie it is so indescribably fucking mint not flavored but it is so good and then of course Grandma throws down the apple red currant pie with red currants picked from the bush behind her house. And we've got some cherry cheesecake that my mom destroys every year. We've got other pies that are, you know, raisin for old people. And, and like, tarts, tarts, dude. Yes, butter tarts. Thank you. And I have one of everything. I eat 800 pounds of food. And then I fall asleep immediately. Oh, dude. Yeah, you actually turned my day around because now I'm really fired up about Thanksgiving. It's a whole month and a half away, and I can't wait. Yes. God, Thanksgiving. You got me excited. I'm hungry. (laughs) I am too. I'm actually starving now. Like, I can't wait to fucking eat. And it's going to be depressing because it won't be Thanksgiving won't be dinner. Thanksgiving. I'm going to make like pasta and cry on my bow ties. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with pasta. I love pasta. That's a great it's so night. Simple. So yeah. simple. Man. Oh, dude. 
so hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That'll be a poll. Like what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Is it the well, turkey? We should wait till like at least October for that. Yeah, maybe we should. I'm so excited. I'm putting polls up that aren't relevant. <laughs> oh man. I respect it though. I'm just also, so excited for any fall. I just want to wear sweaters all day. Oh man, I'm into sweaters. Sweaters are so fun, man. It's, it's like a hug for your whole body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love a full body hug. Ah, uh, if only co- yeah, COVID again. T- I love hugging, man. I'm not a big initiator of hugs, but like a good quality hug with a quality person. It's just so nice, you know. Mm-hmm. We could all use a hug. Somebody better yeah, give us a big hug group hug. This. Yeah, man, well, I cannot describe to you how much it's raining right now. It's like this, like it's just white outside with rain. <laughs> our um, pardon me. Are you uh, are you a fan of thunderstorms? Like sleeping? I love thunderstorms, dude. Me too. I like a good blackout if I have like people to hang out with and like let me get a fun night absolutely you get the board games and the candles out yeah straight up oh man i love a thunderstorm man i will sleep like a baby through a tea storm mm-hmm. no prob i like to just like sit out on the porch sometimes um with like a like a mug of hot chocolate get me a little blanket and just you know watch the storm you know yeah. just let it happen just let it happen to me you know falling from space yeah <laughs> the best i don't know man fall will be fun i guess um what else do we have is there anything else um it's just if you wanted to rant about your neighbors <laughs> hey what's going on with neighbors right like uh <laughs> hey what's going on man <laughs> that sounded like a bad like jerry seinfeld impression What's going on? (laughs) I love that, like, you chimed in perfectly with that. That was great. Um, You might have done a better Seinfeld than I did. I don't know. know. Um, Yeah, man. So sometimes this happens uh, when you live in close proximity to other humans. Um, Two things happen. One, those humans may or may not be pieces of shit, sometimes they're cool. Oh, and two, sometimes you accidentally get their mail in your mailbox. I had this happen to me today, and I go, who the fuck is Vanessa? What's her face? And so I'm like, uh, now that was rude of me. Shouldn't assume genders, right? Um, Vanessa could have been Vince. So anyway, um, I have this person's mail. And I'm like, well, I find out it's right next door to me. And dedicated listeners to the pod will remember the meth trailer incident. And that's where the house is that this mail is delivered to, where the meth trailer was. Now, it's been gone for about two months, which, I mean, hallelujah. But, uh, yeah, I I go over and this sketchy guy is sitting there with his sketchy dog who is freaking out at the appearance of me. And I'm like, hey, man does so-and-so live here? And he's like, yep, that first door on the side. So there's like this walkway wooden ramp up the side of this house. And I'm like, okay. So I go and start going up the walkway. There's a gate there 
clearly to stop a dog, maybe this dog, I don't know. I go to climb over the gate. There is dog shit everywhere. Now, like when I say everywhere, I mean such a thick layer that you can't see walkway anymore. Just piled in front of this gate. Dog shit. So much. So much. Were there footprints in the dog shit? Yeah, and and then like yeah, uh. yeah, and and like it like it looked like when I used to help clean out pig pens, and I'm like, okay, so I have to stretch my leg extra to step over all of that shit, literally. Uh, and then I get up to the doorway, and uh, the person's not home, and so I go, you know what I'll do? I'll just leave this letter in the doorway there's no mailbox or anything on the outside i'm like you know what i'll do I'll, I'll wedge the letter into the into the crack of the door i do that cockroaches uh. I, I like she could be dead in there i don't know <laughs> like it's just like okay piles of shit and then cockroaches how <laughs> like how silence of the lambs are you you know like i don't know i it was just a bizarre experience and uh i got the fuck out of there i hope she gets her mail it was from like child protective services or something so <laughs> i hope she got the mail wow uh, i wedged it really good in the door and i mean the cockroaches will hold it still so um Ew. yeah it was upsetting unpleasant so there you go Meth trailer to Cockroach Avenue. See, this is why I wanted to end on um, fall, but you <laughs> you wanted to save this downer of a note to be the last thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to like start middle and end the show <laughs> in such a bummer fashion. I genuinely hope people are laughing at my dismay. I really do. <laughs> We can... do have um, one quick fun uh, thing that we can actually end on. That our our uh, good friend uh, Kara Smith has her album out. It's available Yay. for purchase. Yes. We want everyone to go listen and go buy it. It's um, called Dusty Old Back Road. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram, Kara Smith Music, uh, for more details. But um, we love it. We hope you do, too. And, um, well, yeah, so so go listen to it. Go fucking listen to it. Uh, I know that she tweeted and Instagrammed and Facebooked that it's available in a couple local stores around the area. Like, go check it out. She is so talented. She rips. She was an OG fan. Uh, she's listened to, like, every episode of this stupid show. I can't believe that that poor, brilliant, talented girl has listened to, like, 40-plus hours of... I was going to say us two idiots, but really one idiot and one sensible person who people would probably be friends with. I can't believe it. 40 hours of that. That's so Thank nice. Thank you, Kara. We love you. We're going to, you know what? We'll probably, we'll probably have Kara on next week. I want to talk about the album and catch up with her and see if we can get her wine drunk again on the show. <laughs> that sounds good. Kara, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> let us know. We won't Clear talk to you schedule. before. Yeah, we won't talk to you about it before you listen to this. <laughs> Just send Ryan a text <laughs> saying yeah. you're down. Absolutely. Oh, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> what a day. I'm so All cranky. Right. I'm going to. Tell them where they can uh, listen to us. 
Man, you can listen to this so many places in so many ways. Headphones, no headphones, speakers. I mean, there still has to be a speaker. Um, you know, they just on on your television somehow through the apps. And those apps are as follows. All the best podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Fuck, we're on CastBox as well. Let me tell you. You can find us there. And hey, if you don't have any of those first three apps I mentioned, CastBox has a universal downloadable app on every kind of phone and internet browser. And it's free to subscribe. So you can listen to us there. And dude, we post links as well all over social media. And those are where? Well, we're on Twitter at Sauce and Goss Pod. We're on Facebook at Sauce and Goss. And we're on Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod. We're also, uh, we have an email account, sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Please send us anything you'd like us to talk about, any requests, any um, stories, tidbits, any um, praises. You want to compliment us a lot. We love those. <laughs> I like a compliment. They're neat. I'll give you a hug someday, I promise. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're done. Okay. I thought <laughs> I thought that there was like I thought that there was more. Like you sounded like you weren't interested in stopping. So <laughs> I've never I never want to stop. Okay. All right. So that's that's probably good. In closing, <laughs> um be nice to people. Get checked out. Uh cancer fucking sucks. Uh, we're actually we're actually literally recording this on the anniversary of Terry Fox having to stop the marathon of hope. Uh, obviously, he, he made it all the way to Thunder Bay and had to stop. But obviously, his legacy lives on. Probably the greatest Canadian of all time. Uh, we love we love Terry Fox. We love Chadwick Boseman. Uh, in closing, space we exists. Love we love you. Um, pumpkin pie rips. And uh, falls pretty cool. Wear a sweater. We love it. All right, cool. That's sauce and goss. Oh. Love it. <laughs> <laughs>